Animo just in front from Ice Bath, beating off Hinge. Then came Fangirl, but Animo up goes Animo and the George Main Stakes breaking clear. And there's five group ones. Animo went under beat Ice Bath. Strip back on target to defend his Everest title. Royal Randwick was the place to be yesterday. A great crowd to see world class racing. Two of the best horses in the world saluted the judge 40 minutes apart yesterday. Animo and the George Main and then Nature Strip in the shorts. Uh, a lot to talk about in the aftermath of racing yesterday at Royal Ramwick. Here to go through it all, Ron Doversy and Corey Brown. Yeah, what a, a great day. Uh, the two champs did stand up. They delivered. Yep. Um, what a day for Godolphin. James Cummings must have went home a proud man, although maybe a nervous man for the next 48 hours. Mm -hmm. uh, they had 13 runners yesterday. They won eight races, well, seven and a half races. They did eat one, four stakes winners. So a very, he's a man at the top of his game um, with his team of horses, with his placement, the timing, and they've had a, a I can't recall them having a, a better day than that. Well, it didn't stop because early this morning, Godolphin with Charlie Appleby, yep. they took two horses to Woodbine in Canada, won two Group 1s, both bolting in, and in New York at Aqueduct, Charlie Appleby took a horse there, ridden by Frankie de Tori, and it won a million dollar Jockey Club Derby Group 3. And so cool. they took three horses across the Atlantic this morning and came away with three winners. And a big weekend. Fire. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's, let's talk about this, Corey. We've got, we've got to talk about Animo pulling up Three out of five lame. Classic legend, three out of five lame. He's now spelled. And Hugh Bowman gets a 13-day suspension for dropping his hands on Lost and Running a quarter of a stride before the post, it would seem. Yeah, I think it's a bit unfair. Like, I know he's, he's, pleaded, he's got to plead guilty because he did drop his hands, but honestly, the, the horse's momentum doesn't stop that close from the line. Um, we'll, we'll see it on the video later, but I, I honestly, I think he's a bit hard done by myself. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, we're going to start with Animo, though, uh, winning the George Main Stakes. He went into this race the winner of four Group 1s, plus placings in golden, a golden slipper and also a Cox Plate. This is his fifth Group 1 win in the George Main. Yeah, and what can you say? He's a, he's a legitimate... Well, I think he's on his way to being a champion. Um, he... You know, he had to be ridden like that yesterday. It's not his style sitting no. outside the lead, but something had to do it. Yep. And it might as well be the $1.60 favourite rather than you know, taking, you know, hoping for luck going yeah. back. Um, look, he just surges here, doesn't he? Oh, he's, this horse, I can't wait to see the day that he just gets everything to fall into place, like the race to run to suit, sitting three, maybe four pairs back, because he, he's a chase horse. You can see that, Ronnie, like he, he, he gets there and he just idles down. You can see that he's got another maybe two gears to go. Um, I, I don't think they've got anywhere near the bottom of this horse yet. Oh, no, he's not, not, no. not crunched down yet. Yep. Um, he, 
Look, I think he's a, he's a horse that's got to draw a barrier. Then yeah. you can really ride a race on yep. him um, and not have to drag him back or do anything, do, do anything yeah. stupid. How good's that, Mia Ice Bath? <laughs> she is... You a, love to have a stable a, full of them. She's a terrific miler. Yeah. And probably comes right into, well, Epsom com, um, calculations now. Her What's fifth, she carry? Her fifth Group 1 placing. Fifth? Mm. Fifth. Wow. Yep. And you could tick them all off here. Um... Hinged, uh, rallied hard, right in the Epsom as well. Fangirl ticking along beautifully for a peak performance. Montefilia was great yep. as far as the Cup's concerns. I thought Jewish was good enough. A um, couple of worrying things there, maybe Converge. Yeah. And, and Profondo, but I think we can judge them once we get oh, back think, on a dry track. Yeah, and Converge, I think, needs to be ridden at... I, I know we drew bad yesterday, but I just think he needs to be ridden further forward. Oh. I just don't think it's the right pattern for him. Maybe he's not ready to be ridden forward yet. Yeah. He's a hard horse to read. He's a little podgy fella. Yeah. Is, is the future of Animo up in the air? Now, he's pulled up three out of five lame. Uh, James McDonald took uh, a long while to bring this horse back at the walk. And then after he jumped off, he, uh, he, he ran into Silden Dilmi and, and spoke to him before he interviewed, you, you, you interviewed James. Now, just talk, talk us through this, boys. Well, he knows, James. He knows. Look, yep. he, he, he's not going to come back walking a horse like that after winning a big group, group one. one. And so he knows, he's, he's trying to play the moment, yep. keep things cool, mm. uh, you know, you know, hysteria. But come back gently. Come Very back gently, gently in case there is a... He didn't want to get off him because that would have caused more drama. Yeah. So I can see, I'm guessing, what, what he's doing here. He obviously felt it around the back on the pull-up because... I reckon it, when he's pulled up and just started shutting back, he's gone, yeah. oh... Hang on. Even the few, the few trots that he had there, yeah, that's the you only pulled time. pulled him out of it. Yeah, you're straight back into a walk because that was the only time that he actually showed that he was lame. It's different when you're up on him. You can actually feel it. You can see he just has a yeah, bit of a favor you know, in bit the of lame. Side front. When he got into that trot. Yep. Uh, that trot. So, um, yeah. So, three, so officially three out of five lame. They're saying in the off four leg. Yes. Yeah, well, they'll leave that to the vets. So that's what, that's what yeah. the official stewards report uh, said. But here is a grab from James Cummings, who spoke with Ray Thomas and also Dean Ritchie on the, uh, the big sports breakfast this morning on Sky Sports Radio. I've looked at him a lot all yesterday afternoon, and uh, it's great that they can, uh, you know, we've got great, great veterinary care straight onto him at the races, which is, uh, which is good for not only him but all of the horses that race. So he was he was examined thoroughly before he got on the float back to Osborne Park. He actually vetted him three times, and right, yeah. a couple of the t- a couple of those times he thought he was fine, and then the third time he just thought he was a, he was um, he, he gave Mark Van Gessel that assessment uh, that he was lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, good news was that when he got back to Osborne Park, he did he he was he was he improved a lot from that three grades out of five lameness that was determined by the club vet. Mm-hmm. Dr Trevor Robson's been vetting horses for, for Darley for 100 years and uh, and he, he felt he was he was about a grade lame back at the farm mm-hmm. and uh, and they, they're just going through their rounds at the moment and uh, and they haven't quite got to him. They'll just go right over him but they'll give him the best of care and his, his health will come first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but the good news is so far he's improved a lot on that initial assessment that was published last night by the stewards. Okay, so the stewards say a three out of five lame. Uh, James suggesting there he may be just one out of five an improvement there this morning. Yeah, but what have they what have they given him overnight? A little bit of butte, yep. uh, you know, like yeah. a few aspirin. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he doesn't mightn't feel the pain. Wait yeah. till you know the, the, these trainers they know what to do. He'll go through the process. Yeah. The scintigraphies now they they find these hot spots. So I'm saying we're 48 hours of knowing 
um, the true story with him. Uh, James has got to play the game there. He's got the highest profile colt in the land mm. um, with big ambitions. He's got to be, go. He's got to go through that process, the proper process, before he releases an official yeah. statement. You know, and the official statements might say, ah. You know, it was just a, he, he might have just knocked himself. Yeah, he might have brushed himself or yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, it might be um, so serious. So, look, I, I, we can't make things up. We'll just wait patiently. Um, I'd be taking the phone off the hook yeah. the next day. Yep. Because people will be driving him mad. Um, but that's part of the part of the business when you've got a, you've got a cult like that. Mm. And, uh, well, here he was in, uh, in, in, in happier times when... Uh, James Cummings and, um, and, and James McDonald were talking after the race and we'll also hear from all the beaten jockeys. So have we covered off on all the others that you... I, I think so. Every, you know, I, I think we covered off on most. The talking point is the winner, but yep. there was some great performance, really good performances behind. OK, here's uh, James Cummings. Just a wonderful horse to see him come back, win first up, and uh, that's just underlined his whole preparation. But uh, to, to have gone ahead now and won second up, it's... Uh, it signalled his intent, and uh, in the remainder of the campaign, he can uh, he can keep his eyes on the big targets ahead, and he can let them all know that he's coming for them. <laughs> James took his time to end up in that position outside the lead. Yeah, he uh, understands the horse well. Uh, he's riding in in great form, and uh, we had the discussion before the race. That I was just quite pleased if he lets the horse begin well. Uh, James McDonald makes a decision from there, and I'll back him win, lose, or draw. And, he, uh, he, he allowed him to cruise up. The horse perhaps just idled a little bit on outside the lead, but uh, they, they look to have gone pretty steadily early and, uh, and they've really ramped it up coming home. Uh, that's going to be the perfect stepping stone for him. Uh, but he's been able to pick up two important way for age group ones along the way and, uh, and he, he keeps lifting his value and his profile and, uh, and gets more and more attention on him, which is all very fitting for a, um, a, a wonderful horse. As soon as you hop on, the, he's just a just oozes confidence, you know where you're going to be, he just hops away, goes to sleep, conserves any energy like no other horse and he, he does enough to get past them and then he'll, he'll just do enough to hold them at bay. Tommy Berry Ice Bath. Yeah, she was game in defeat once again, um, sort of had a plan just to put her into the race early and, and try and match it with James at the top of the straight but his colt showed his brilliance but she was tough. Karen McAvoy hinged. Good positive run by her, um, we ended up sort of landing in front. And um, she ran a good race, so back to handicap conditions, stronger tempo on the Epsom, we'll see her run well. Tristan Collett, Montefilia. Yeah, really good return. Um, yeah, really happy with that. Hugh Bowman fangirl? I think she'd appreciate better ground, but re realistically she was a touch disappointing. Josh Parr, Jewess. I'll let the dust settle on that performance and, and, and see where she's at. Brenton Avdala, Profondo. Yeah, look, he executed everything really well today. Um, thought he was in the race to his ear on the corner, but I'm just... On bank on the ground has been no good for him. You know, he's failed twice now on that ground and the only time he's running good for the purpose on top of the ground. So he's going too well to suggest that that's his form. Sam Clippen and Maximal? This horse has gone really well. It's just a matter of time before um, he lives up to his hype on, on, on dry ground. Tim Clark, Converge? Yeah, it looks slowly run race. He was back. It's hard to make ground. He's still probably better on firmer surface. OK, Bowman saying there, realistically, fangirl, a touch disappointing. Bit harsh. A little yeah. bit harsh. Second up, you know, like... Might be just the little, um, the second up, not syndrome, but uh, just the run she has to have to pick up for the for the big one. For the big one, typical mm. Chris Waller. She's she's just done a little bit too much in the run, not as much as a first up run. A first up run, she really overdone it, mm. um, but still worked at the line. But yesterday, she's just getting 
just that little bit aggressive mid-race. Mm. And, and, and James Cummings, a um, <coughs> couple of things, yeah. uh, really giving us a history lesson, bringing up Nijinsky <laughs> and Dancing Brave, but more importantly, Ronnie, that his attire. That hat is a beauty. Uh, he well, you like it. Uh, he, he want to be careful. You know, he'll be on the blacklist if he's just for pinching Raymond <laughs> Reddington's hat. He's right with Reddington. He's right with Reddington. Here's, um, here's Brad Widdup with another Group 1 placing for this marvellous mare ice bath. Brad Widdup ice bath, another tremendous run, another placing in a big race. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is. Look, um, you know, terrific again today. And, you know, it's just great to see you that um, what's ahead of her, she's uh, on track and... Um, look, in a couple of weeks' time, she drops a bit of weight, and you know, I think uh, you know she should be right in it. The point is, it's a very good Groundhog Day because she's a great horse. She keeps being honest, and she wins a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Look, um, fantastic. Uh, wouldn't swap it for the world. Obviously, you know, we could have went Newcastle yesterday, the soft option, but um, you know, she's going so well this preparation, and you know, I think there's a bit more to come there. So uh, exciting to see her do it today. Okay, so we'll stay tuned to the uh, news on Animo and how he pulls up this week. After the break, this uh, marvellous race, the shorts won by Nature Strip, but a lot more to talk about than just the winner. Let's have a look at this wonderful horse winning the shorts. He's uh, the short price favourite to win the Tab Everest and go back to back. This was his lead up run. He now waits a month until the Tab Everest. Nature Strip winning the shorts. Yeah, what a return. Uh, brilliant. Everything went well for him. Um, he just cruises. He, he, he Customary when he gets just before the turn there, that's when he grabs the bit yes. and wants to charge. And that's been winning moves for him in the past. But he, he waited a little bit longer this time. Um, just stalking Eddie there, Corey. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to say that he get, he's, he's gotten better, but he has. I honestly think he has. Yeah, like watching that gallop at Rose Hill the other day by himself, he's just, he's, well, I think yesterday he was a, a little bit more forward than what he normally is at 100%. that stage of the preparation. Um, but, mate, he's just, he's an old marvel. He's just put it all together now like he doesn't, other than stepping away a fraction slow, which he doesn't want to do, like you said, Ronnie, if he draws a good gate, you, you can... You know, not that you can afford to do it, but when you've drawn a bad gate, it doesn't matter so much. But if you draw a good gate and that happens, you know, the, these good jockeys that J-Max compete against, they'll... Yeah, they'll shut the door They'll shut him. the gate on him, don't worry. This, um, is always, this is always the time when he is vulnerable. But he was never, ever going to be vulnerable in that race. No. I think because he's been kept active. Mm. Yeah, you know, usually go out and spend three weeks and four weeks in yeah. the paddock. And them old horses, they get they bored with that. Yeah. They, get, they mm. like to be looked after yeah. and hmm. taken for a swim and bit like yourself, fed a couple of times a day. bit like yourself, a bit uh, pampered over A bit over like that. myself, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think that's why he's got a beautiful coat on him. He's, you know, he's been over in Europe for yeah. some of the winter. You know, he, it's what old people do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm just jumping on that boat. <laughs> but that's why his skin's good yeah. and he's a happy horse. Yeah. He's been... Well, he's been very well looked after. Yep. Well, this, this thing about Chris Waller, and you've ridden Group 1 wins for Chris Waller, yep. what he gets out of his horses over a long career, uh, what this I, longevity that he puts into these horses. What I find amazing about Chris's training is he gets a horse to a level but holds it at that level for so long. Seasons. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It, it really is. Because he doesn't... You, you, he rarely backs them up. He yeah. rarely over races them. There's, with good horses, yeah. he just picks a few targets, 
and you know he can afford to do that with yes, the when with the flesh that he's got. Some people can't. Yeah. And some they're all individuals. Some cope with it better than others. As, but he was. Don't put yourself in a false sense of security. He, he is not unbeatable in this. No. <laughs> oh. Everything went perfect for him yesterday. Yep. And a couple of those horses resuming were unbelievable. Yep. Well, let's get to those in a moment. Let's go to the one of the big stories of the day, and that is that Hugh Bowman's been handed a 13-day suspension for not riding his horse out to the line. We'll show you a few shots of this. Uh, he misses Golden Rose Day. He's back for the Epsom. Blue colours, horse number eight, lost and running. You'll see the line coming up, and boys, take it away. Look, I understand that he's got to plead guilty because he's definitely stopped riding the horse the last half a stride. stride. But what I want to mention is his horse's head is on the way back up. Overpass's head is on the way down. You can't hold a horse's head down for two strides. It's just the natural momentum of the horse to go up and down. I, I don't care if Huey Bowman was sitting on its ears. Yeah. It would never have beat Overpass home. I, I'm sorry, but I think he's a bit hard, hard done by myself. Go, um, back to that, go back to that zoom shot again, Robbie, if you can. Uh, did he drop his hands before the line? Yes, it's Margin. half a stride. Half a stride. Jeez, that's very close to the line. It, honestly, it's... Was he in front of Overpass at any stage? He might have been. Oh, but it's only the bobs. I'm sure he was. It's just, it's it's just, just the, the bob. bobs of the head. Honestly, like you, you can't change the stride to the line. This is bang. Yeah. You thought, okay. how close to the line is well, that? Well, that's what the stewards have pinged him for. But he can't rip the horse's head he back down. when he's coming it back down. On, on the upward saying. motion. Yeah, that's right. It's just... It's the way it is. It's like a seesaw. You can't Could he have it. not pushed one more time there? No. Well, he, no. Could have, he could have, but it wouldn't have made a difference. This horse That's is not what I'm saying. It's, he, he could have pushed it, like, but you, you can't get out of rhythm with the horse. You've got to stay in rhythm with it. And he, the rhythm that he was in, he was coming back up as Rachel King's going down on overpass. Now, I, I, honestly, I, I got to cop it because he pled guilty. I, I, don't, I don't see why he should plead guilty for that. Honestly, I don't. So if he thinks he's guilty, it's a million-dollar race, mm. and you've got to be punished. But... I still don't get it. I, 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 the whole—they've obviously got better vision than us. Mm. Um, well, but, but can't be much better than that. Well, they maybe they've got these zoom cameras head on side. I don't. It's know. the sl they, they, they all slow it. When you slow it down, you can pick the eyes out of anything. Like you're, you're a genius when you slow it all down. But in the normal motion, that's okay, right. well, let's watch it a few times in, 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 the, in, the, in the normal, in the normal speed, the true speed. And we'll keep it on the zoom camera, if you like. Um, Eduardo in front of Nature Strip. You, you, you watch, like any normal person would not even pick up that Huey. If he'd done it three strides or two strides from the line, mm. I could really understand. Yeah. But that half a stride, it, it honestly, has, I, I don't think it's made a difference. It's, it's not made a difference. Well, there's no comeback from Bowman because he's pleaded guilty. Yeah, he's admitted, maybe, maybe he's, he's, admit, he's agreed with the stewards. Yeah, but see, if you plead guilty, they give you time off. For your guilty plea. Mm -hmm. So, so like do you think yeah, Bowman pleaded guilty because he thought I, I might cop a fine here? Well, no, I think he might have pe uh, pled guilty. Think he's he might get more and miss out in the riding this horse next time. Yeah, like and, and the, the way they do the suspensions these days, they hold, if you if you plead guilty and sorry if you plead not guilty and appeal, they'll hold it within three days. So it's not like you're getting a stay of proceedings if you want to ride in the Golden Rose or anything like that. See, it, it's yeah, this yeah. this. Uh, this getting a discount to forcing them to mm. plead guilty. I, I don't agree yeah. with all that. You're either guilty or you're, or you're not, not guilty. Yeah. So you, you say, oh, I'll plead guilty because I want to ride in two weeks' time yeah. and they'll give me the extra meeting if I don't. Mm. 
Oh, Hello, yeah. you're holding him over a barrel. Yeah, I, I think he's a bit hard done by, to be so honest. So the, the official stewards report reads, race wide without cover throughout the event, Bowman pleaded guilty to a charge under AR131B for having failed to ride his mount out to the finish of the event. And he was suspended 13 days, Sunday, 18th of September, today, until the, week. the 1st of October, Epsom Day, on which day he may ride. Okay. Um, now, also, classic legend, as you saw in that uh, race, ran last. He was vetted straight after the event and was found also to be three out of five lame in the, well, they, they said the near, the near four. Yes, the near four leg. Uh, they spoke to, they spoke to Les Bridge at length after the race and, and, and Les did admit that he wasn't 100% happy going into the race, knowing that he wasn't Mm. It was very straightforward. He was very straightforward. McAvoy uh, questioned his action when he came back, but his action felt good in the warm-up and during the race. Les went to the extent of giving the horse a full-body scan at the cost of about $5,000 to put the dye through the horse's yep, yep. Um, body and, and to find out any heat spots. It came back perfect. Mm. Scans at the back of his knee were perfect. Now, he's had a suspensory problem. Les thinks he knows how to fix him, but he can only do that giving him more time off. He can't press on, he's now spilled. Yeah, apparently he's got a little splint as well, which yes. horses get and they can flare up and mm. apparently you're not allowed to take them out anymore or whatever they did. But uh, mm. um, Les knows these horses, he's a horseman and there was no mucking around. He, he, he didn't want to no, wax no. lyrical or anything. He just said, put him out. Yeah. Put him out. Yeah. He, yeah. Wanted, he, he wanted to give the horse a chance to make the Everest, but that, that dream's ended now. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's go back and have a look at the rest of them because um, there's a number of horses here to talk about. Uh, as, you, as you rightly point out, Ronnie, this Everest is far from over. He won the lottery. He Look at him, missed the start again. Lucky he had them slow horses drawn either side of him there. And that's why, I, you know, come Everest day when there's more pressure on him, you've got a couple of fast... If he does that, right. they're going to give him the short back and sides. Yep. Without a doubt. So he wants a wide barrier. Definitely wants a wide barrier on Everest Day. This, oh, run, this run of overpass, it was really, really good. Rachel obviously had to give the horse a squeeze, got up outside of old Eduardo, got racing a little bit keen. But just, just the way the horse boxed on, I, I thought it was a super run. Now, amazingly, he's also pulled up lame, not to the extent of the others we've spoken about. He was found to be two out of five lame in the near hind leg and to have a small laceration to the sole. Now, he is only days away from being announced as an Everest runner. The negotiations are underway. A slot holder very interested, and we imagine that will come through. Once the contracts are exchanged, uh, he could be in as early as Monday or Tuesday. But uh, two out of five lame, Ronnie? I don't take any notice of ones and twos. When, right. when, when the vets come yeah. and say three, you know, they're just, they're, there's no... You know, there's no he, they are lame. Yeah. They are lame, for sure. Ag agreed that he deserves... A slot? Oh yeah, look if he cools off okay and he might have just whacked himself there if he if he vets out okay, he give him a slot. I say you give him a slot for sure. Okay. Lost and running. Mm -hmm. The run itself, forgetting run. about what Bowman did. Huge run. Wide no cover, huge upside, not a first up. You, you know he's a horse that'll get better with a run or two. If I was having a bet in the Everest uh, at the price, I, he's the one I'd back. Okay. I, honestly, I think he is Humming. Yeah. Mazu. Uh, Terrific, over raced, wide no cover as well. Yeah. Him and him and Lost and Running were three and four wide no cover. Yeah. I know it's not as big a thing as in an eleven hundred metre race. Yeah, but it's still, it's still it, it, and it's yeah, they're, they're out in that 
bit of worn track as yes, well. Yes, exactly. So yeah. a lot of merit in that performance and the hit and run, well, I won't say hit and run, was Mars Crusader. Yeah, he was doing he his was, normal things. He wasn't yeah. ready at all. That's mm. the typical, hello, we're, we're on target. Yeah. One more run. Dry track, more pressure. Yeah. More pressure in the wrist than that, yeah. and then he come, he's coming right into play, $17 chance. Okay, just look, on this market, this is what happened yesterday. Nature Strip, 280 into 210. Lost and running, 11 into 7. Eduardo, I'll come back to him, 8 out to 13. Overpass, 13 in from 26. Mars Crusader, 17 out from 15. Wrong. Uh, Pulele will wait and see him. He'll run in the Moya. Snap dances into the field at seventeen dollars. Eduardo, he's all right. I'm not going to bag Eddie. No, no. You'll be, you put egg on your face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you put egg yeah, on your without face. without a doubt. Ah, uh, look, I think they, that was just. Uh, they, we always look at their markets after the race, and the tab were a bit nervous yesterday. They'd already la laid this thing for a couple of million, and yeah. and it gets home, so they start firming everything. Yeah, that was a brave call to make Nature Strip the lay of the day. <laughs> if you're going to lay, any, there was a number of horses on that program that could have been their lay of the day, but when the tab came on with us in our preview, Tim yeah. Ryan and said, "Nah, Nature Strip, hate everything about him today." Yeah. I think he probably looked at the profile of his first up form, but yeah. it was a different it's a different prep. nature strip. Yeah. And it's 100%. a different prep. He hadn't been sloppy in the paddock. He'd been just yeah. cruising all the way through. Been to Royal Ascot. He's been to Royal <laughs> Ascot. He's, had, you know, he's just had a wonderful time. Wonderful holiday. Wonderful <laughs> yes. European holiday. Uh, Chris Waller was on track uh, yesterday. He was uh, meant to, uh, to attend the funeral on Monday of Her Majesty, but he stayed here in Sydney, and here he was at the track yesterday. I expected to be a bit of down, down, downtime required, and his coat might change, and it's a big thing. Uh, but it was just just worked out well. He was there for basically 28 days. He got the job done there. Came back, did his quarantine in a cool wet Melbourne climate, and then come up here. It's just a little bit warmer, and he looks a picture of health. And he's heading the right way for two, four weeks' time. He's got Rencraft now, and just to switch off and do those little things right, I think, can help him be better. So um, he's doing it the right way. He's not breaking his own heart. He used to break other horses' hearts, sometimes his own. So it's a good first up run. He'll take improvement from it. Today was a nice day for him to um, do that. It, it, look, it, he, was, he was OK into speed, um, as good as normally he is anyway. And uh, I thought I won't move a muscle and, and just see what actually unfolds. Um, there was no real pressure on us to hold a position, let him glide through, he, he did it beautifully. First half was great and then at the 500 where he normally ch chimes into his races, he thought time was go but as soon as I come back a little bit, oh boy, he come back and then it was just a matter of just gliding up the running and I think he, I don't know, he's, he wears his heart on the sleeve, I think there's a little bit more to give but in saying that he was at his top. Rachel King, overpass. Um, huge first up run. Look, he's got a bit of improvement to come and 1,200 round here will be perfect for him. Hugh Bowman, lost and running. Outstanding. Brenton, Abdullah, Eduardo. Yeah, look, we got control. I thought he was the one to beat there up the straight, uh, the top of the straight, and um, gave a good little kick, but look, I just would have liked him to sort of just duel a bit more with Nature Strip, but just whether he just had the edge off him a little bit second up off that real testing run the other day, but he's on target to run well in the Everest. Sam Clipperton, Marzu. Yeah, couldn't have been happy with him. He's acquitted himself really well against an Everest-type field. Um, and there's really good improvement to come. So I think that'll just give him a bit of a bit of a nudge in what's required, and uh, he'll take it to the next level. Willie Pike, Mars Crusader. 
Yeah, that was a nice return. Tommy Berrier Felric. Yeah, I had a lovely run. I thought I was um, going to go with him at the top of the straight, but a few of them turned their V8s on, and, and uh, I was very proud of his efforts. So. Tom Sherry Anatole. Yeah, as good as I felt him. Um, he deserves a spot in the Kosciuszko, in my opinion. Tim Clark rocketing by. Yeah, solid run. He can win back in grade. Jason Collett and a Matt. Uh, wide and keen. Didn't finish it off. Tyler Schiller handle the truth. Yeah, he's very good. That was his most unpreferred ground, so I thought he stuck on well. Robbie Dolan, Shelby, 66. He's tried hard. He's just going to need a few more runs to be competitive, and that's all I agree. OK. Uh, yeah, you've just got a message from uh, Brian Haskins, yeah. Hugh Bowman's manager. In texting cheers, and Huey Bowman's going to be appealing the severity of the suspension. OK, so yeah. appealing the severity of 13 days. 13 days. Um, let's, now, let's talk to some, or hear from some of the trainers. Uh, firstly, Bjorn Baker with Overpass. Bjorn Baker overpass, fantastic run. Yeah, I thought he was ready to run a good race and um, he's well set up to, to go forward off that. So obviously we've said the Everest is the main aim, there's a risk getting a slot, but I think an announcement will probably be imminent uh, without going into detail. So very exciting. I guess you see him in the front line in the run, into the straight, and you wonder, is he going to stick at it? And he certainly did. Yeah, it's always tough. He had to just do a little bit of work from the start, and uh, but I thought he was strong on the line. I think 1,200 will suit better on top of the ground, will be better for him. So we're going forward with a little bit of confidence. You said you had a sniff from a couple of the slot holders in the last few weeks. What's your message to him now? Well, if you've locked him in, well done, and it'll be a pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> uh, how, how good is he? Oh, the percentage just went up. Uh. 60-40 deal to a 50-50. <laughs> All right, here's John O'Shea. John O'Shea, you were looking for a good run from Lost and Running. You certainly got that. Yeah, no, look, we've been really happy with him. Uh, just probably would have liked to have got a little bit cosier run in transit. You know, bloke at 150 to 1 chance wanting to play jockeys at the half mile didn't help. But anyway... Um, he, he ran great, we knew he would. I just you know, would prefer that they have a little bit easier run in transit first up. He's, he's really exceeded expectations, probably he's gone that well. So it would have been interesting if he had drawn a gate where he could have got on the back of you know, those two favourites. So he's in for a good prep. Uh, hopefully he comes through this well and onward to the Premier. Well, he, uh, he certainly ran better in this race this year than he did in this race last year because he was horrible last year, but then, then caught up. Yeah. yeah, I think John's really worked him out now. Mm. So I was saying in the pre-race, like he, he actually he looked a bit fitter and I think mm. John and that know exactly how to... I want to know yeah. who the little jockey was trying to play. Uh, the jockey was trying to play jockeys. Yeah, the 100 to 1 <laughs> punter. 100 to 1 chance. have to re look at we'll that. That's his job, though. He's yeah. a jockey. He's a jockey. He's got to play jockeys. <laughs> uh, here's Joe Pride. Joe Pride, what do you make of the run of Eduardo? Oh, it looks disappointing, you know, for a horse um, of his calibre to miss the top three. And he's built such a great record over the past couple of years. And to see him not, not run that top three, it's hard. Um, not having Nash on him today makes it difficult to assess the run accurately. Um, you know, did, uh, did we do too much in the run? Is, did, he, did he need the run? He's, he's pulled up having a really good blow. Look, I'm disappointed, but all is not lost. We've got it. We're a month off the, you know, the what's meant to be the peak run of his preparation. So we'll just take him home, have a look at him. Can't wait to get him back here in a month's time. He'll have a trial in between, and you know, he's, he's such a genuine, honest horse. I'm sure he can make a uh, make a lie of what we saw today. He wasn't far off them, but to me, he wasn't at his best. Okay, there's Joe Pride's uh, summation of Eduardo, and here is Peter Snowden on Marzu. Peter Snowden, what do you make of the run of Marzu? Yeah, I was really happy. Yeah, just need to see something like that. He didn't have the best of runs. He was caught three deep from about the half mile onwards. He kept working the race and uh, finished right on the back of those horses. That's all I need to see today, though, that he's going to be... He's not far off those horses. They're the best around, and he's finished right on the heels with them. So uh, I know there's improvement to come with him. 
uh, I, I was, I'm really happy with that. I was, I'm really happy. Would have been better to win, no doubt, but um, I've seen enough that run today to tell me that he's going to be right there. OK. Well, he's won two of them. <laughs> he's he happy. No, He looks happy. Yeah. Uh, now, just going through this field, this is, this is where they're likely to go next. Nature Strip will go straight to the Everest, as will Eduardo, and they'll probably have a trial mm-hmm. in between. Mars Crusader, we expect him to go to the Premier. Marzu, Premier. Classic legend, spelled. Overpass, probably Premier. Lost and running Premier. And uh, the other one worth mentioning is Handle the Truth. He'll have a trial before the Kosciuszko. Yep, all things moving along pretty well there. Yep. Um, All right, a break. And then uh, back with more. We've got other races to look at at uh, Ramwick. They were the two big ones, though, the George Main and the Shorts. Back with more after this. Uh, let's go to the Bill Ritchie. This race offered the winner an exemption from ballot and also penalty straight into the Epsom for top ranked. Yeah, and he's a good horse. We know he's a good horse and he showed that yesterday carrying much more weight than his rivals here. The race set up beautifully for him. These two leaders went out far, far mm. too hard. And um, Yui just, you know, he just sat back sliced and sliced through the middle. Yeah. Typical Bowman ride. It was. It was a typical Bowman ride. But this horse looked a picture of health in the yard. Um, he had dapples all over him. He, he, he was he was ready to compete yesterday. And his first up record can tell you that. Purple Hector's come up well, and he's better on dry tracks. He was brave in defeat that third horse, considering where the horse that took him on finished. Yeah. There he is. He's just coming in now. Um, but uh, yeah, just didn't work for Cross Talk yesterday as far as that old president doing what he did it's in a those. Silly guy by Rachel too, because <clears throat> they know that horse can go firm. And she was a fraction slow away, but she the rev. continued to give it a squeeze. And if you show a horse interest like that early, it's, it's going to run, especially a horse like that. And it had that crossover nose being taken off. And, yeah, it was just a, yeah. OK, she, I, uh, Matt Jones and At The Track actually writes about her quotes from the stewards room, her actual quotes from the stewards room. I wasn't planning on riding him that fast. I let him get into stride, but the more I wanted to come back, he wouldn't come back to me until uh, the other horse jumped off. That was her quote. Okay. I would have let Silent Impact go, she said. Yeah, That's what well, she said. Well, yeah. crosstalk, you mean? Um, yes. Yeah, crosstalk. Yeah. Yeah. She. No, that's a yeah, misprint there. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's go to the T Rose. These fillies heading towards the flight now. Zoo Gotcha missed the Furious after winning the Silver Shadow, and then goes now to the flight, um, unbeaten in this Princess series. She's pretty good, isn't she? Um, she shows some desire here. I thought she was gone. Uh, when Madame Pomery just come up with momentum here, mm. I know she'd been given a, a nice cosy run behind and should have had something to offer, but she did. Um, I, th- I thought, no way she can fight back. And then, hello, within two strides. Yeah, she pinned the ears back. She's, she's a good filly. T- Tommy may have got there a little bit soon. Um, and then, it's funny with horses like that. If, you, if Tommy had to come out away from J-Mac and that, like allowed a little bit more room between them. I reckon, I'm not saying 100%, but the other horse might have lied down, mm. you know? But Madame Pomery, oh, mate, she's at the mile. Yeah. Can't wait. You can have, I, I think she's a big improver too, but I just, I'm, I'm all over uh, Wolverine. 
Uh, mm. oh, when she gets to the mile, there'll be a lot more talk about her. Don't worry. Um, she turned into a beautiful swan there yesterday. She <laughs> will next time. Mm. She will. And maybe it's later, even after the mile. I don't know if she can run, they think she can run further than a mile. Um, but she, she'll be spot on flight stakes day. She's mine, um, Wolverine. All right. Um, we'll come back and we'll look at the market for the Epsom and also the flight, which are two big group ones coming up on October 1. But let's hear from uh, Chris Waller, James McDonald, and also the Beaton Brigade. We have a lot of condition on her yet, and she just came out of a very short spell. So we wanted to look after her as best we could. And uh, Spacer runs, and obviously the three runs this one, and then the flight stakes is the third. So. Yeah, she's, she had to fight today. The stablemate um, almost took it away, didn't she? Exactly. Great run from Madame Pomery, but she's all class. Who got you? What do you think of Demile? I think she'll be fine because she settled so well. So, um, and especially, she certainly wasn't soft at the end of 1400 today. And um, I think on a better track, she might even improve too. So, I wouldn't swap her for anything. She was a little bit fractious in the stalls, and she's come out half a length slower than what we anticipated, but. The thing is, she's such an enthusiastic, tenacious filly, she bustles her way through anything and, and we got lucky because I was on that, uh, had a good barrier and I was able to bustle into a spot. She switched off well once we got into a nice rhythm and, and then she had fought them out off at the furlong, but she had to be good today. Tommy Berry and Madame Pomery? Yeah, look, she draws a gate, she probably goes, well, she almost wins, but... Um, I thought I was a winner halfway at the straight, but James's must have been just floating a little bit because when I get to, got to him, he, he fought hard and it was nice to see her with a good, solid performance today heading into maybe a flight stakes. Jason called it Wolverine? Yeah, but a bit of a touch there at the furlong, but good furlong. Tim Clark, North Star less? Yeah, good, good, strong, on-pace performance from her again. Hugh Bowman, Willinga Beast? She just found the 1400 a bit far. Josh Parr, Seven Bales? Uh, too bad to be true. Too bad to be true. All right, let's uh, have a look at this market for the uh, flight stakes and also have a look at the Epsom too. So Zoo got you $3. In sequel, she goes to the Golden Rose, but she's she's still in the flight stakes officially. And then your horse running Wolverine, $6. And um, Fireburn and She's Extreme, also Golden Rose bound. Yeah, and so a bit more to happen there. And this Epsom's um, starting to take a bit of shape with those all those horses running well yesterday. Mm. One, two, three, four, five of them run yesterday. Um, in that on that page or six even, so yeah, it's um, interesting what's going to come up there. Golden Rose next uh, Saturday at Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, first of all, Wolverine and, and what Chris Lee's thought of her run yesterday in that T Rose. Chris Lee's Wolverine made it home for third in that race. What did you make of it? Yeah, good run. Look, the, the alley um, that she drew dictated where she was going to be in, in running. Um, she had a little bit of a checkered path, but she hit the line well, which will set up nicely going forward for, for a mile. Where will the horse go? He should go to the flight stakes in two weeks. What about Willinga Beast fifth? Yeah, look, um, she probably showed today. She, she was game in defeat, but um, we'll just bring her back in trip. Um, she's a tough little filly with a bit of class and probably just the 1,400 beyond her at this stage. OK, now let's move on to the uh, the Golden Rose. And we'll start with the filly. She's extreme. Come in, you've got She's extreme going to the Golden Rose. How is the horse? Yeah, very pleased with her. Um, very happy with the first up run. And, she had an easy week after that. It was a uh, big day out with the, the way the track was on the day first up. So it's nice to have the three weeks between runs. Uh, good gallop last week. She has a final hit out on Tuesday and she's uh, very much on song. 
finished off well for third in the Furious after not getting the sort of passage you would have liked in the race. No, she finished up paying full penalty for the outside gate and on a day when you had to be on speed and on the rail, I mean, we just didn't get that. Uh, to make a run and sort of have a clear shot at them, had to come away from the rail and that was pretty much the end of the, the penny section. But to finish off as well as she did, uh, you know, was against the play of the day. So I think, you know, there's more merit in, in that run than there is in just a third placing. So uh, we go to the race with some confidence. Uh, Tommy's had a bit of experience on some of the others in the race and, you know, he's pretty sure he's on the right one. I'm certainly is. So uh, time will tell. OK, these fillies have uh, really come into this race mm, with In yeah. Secret beating the boys. Come from and, nowhere. And now she's extreme there. And what about this one? Uh, Peter Snowden scratched Paris Dior from the T-Rose to go to the Golden Rose. Peter Snowden, Paris Dior scratched from the T-Rose today with the Golden Rose in mind? Absolutely, yeah. Had a hard run first up and uh, I'm going to know whether to run it this week or not. When the track came up still a bit dowry, I thought, well, I'm going to give another hard run uh, on a wet track. So we decided to give it another week. Next week looks a lot better, the weather. But how do you tell? Look at it today. So how do you, how do you tell? It's the hardest thing of all to pick. But uh, for the sake of another week, she'll be better again for it. And um, no, she'll strip fit there. Uh, Blake Sheen's been booked to ride the filly, so um, no, she'll run very well. So here is the market for the Golden Rose, and it looks like this. The Godolphin pair at the top of the market. Uh, you've got Phillies, In Secret, Fireburn, She's Extreme, Paris Dior on that first page. Yeah, look, you could make positive comments about all these horses. I think Nichino might be freshening up for the Coolmore. Uh, but you could make positive comments about all these. Um, it'll come down to we'll, we'll be mapping this race from Wednesday afternoon mm -hmm. onwards and seeing what the weather conditions are, which is supposed to be pretty good, I think. So a lot to put through the system there. And Bowman's ride was best of Bordeaux, with uh, McDonald getting off and he was going to ride in secret. Yep. So that, that's the, the ride up for grabs if Bowman doesn't get doesn't anything shaved it. off. Yep. Here's the um, Kingston Town. Uh, let's pick them up around the home turn. Uh, the Derby place getters behind Hitotsu run one, two here, Allegron and Benno. Yeah, and um, he's a nice horse, this Allegron. He's come up well. He's, um, he's a real stayer, and I think he's got just as much improvement as the horses behind him, so he, he could well be a, a legitimate Cups prospect. I think that's how they're treating him. Um, Look, I don't want to make excuses for Benno. Did he come out what, you know, where they've been racing and too wide there? I, I just want to nitpick. But um, maybe come to the end of his run? I'd actually like to see him ridden back in behind him and have, a, have him one sort of... I know he's, he looks a little bit one pace, but I'd like to ride him with a bit of a smother and see how he goes. You can only try. Yeah. The, uh, the Newcastle Cup winner, the Wild Newcastle Cup winner, Durston, is favourite for the Metrop. And Benno goes there. Allegron, James Cummings was talking afterwards. He, he's more concentrating on the Cups and he doesn't want to run and win the Metropolitan and get a penalty. He doesn't want a penalty because he's in, he's in the Cups. So well, he's, he looks like bypassing that. Well, he's serious about his target, yes. isn't he? Yeah. Uh, good Metrop. It's a good Metrop. Yep. So that's uh, coming up also on uh, October 1, which is going to be a big day at Royal Ramwick with the Epsom, the Metrop, the Flight and the Premier, the final lead up to the, the Everest. Uh, a break, we've got more to come. We'll have a look at the Kosciuszko next highway and the rest of the program.
too easy railing through and they're clear from Mill Rosser and down the outside depth it varies but far too easy shot through quickly took over here never paid followed by go goal and further back to depth it varies but it's all far too easy and far too easy indeed it was won it by three second never paid third go goal followed by Mill Rosser I think a combination of the track was really fast that day and I'm not too sure whether he is comfortable on that really hard going um, so uh, today's track, we were nearly going to scratch because when it went to heavy and I thought, oh, I don't know what to do, but um, he does like that sting out of the ground. And they have run home in 34-7. Uh, yeah, which is really good time. So, uh, no, we're, we're, it's a relief. Um, we are massively relieved. Massively relieved. There's Dave McComb who's um, heading to the Kosciuszko with Far Too Easy. Um, he's he's going to be a player, isn't he? Because we're, we're going to get a wet spring and yep. he, he's got that. Covered. He's got everything covered, mm. and he's a he's a good horse. He hasn't done too much wrong in no. his in his career, and he's been very well handled, and he's been set for this, hoping to get this, and he's going to peak on the right day, third up. Another one uh, down at Wagga on his home track, the Country Championship winner. He's trying to do an art cadeau by winning the Country Championship and the Kosciuszko in the same year. Well, they they know the horse well, and he's had this is his first trial. I think um, they'll give him another one, like last time. Remember, he won that trial by panels leading into his first up run last time. So yep, they, they seem well. They know the horse. They see fresh as best, and that's a nice start off trial. This is uh, unquestionably, and by far and away. The best Kosciuszko mm. we have seen. It's me, a former winner. Front page has been scratched twice, I think, from a Kosciuszko. Deserves a change of luck. Another one, a country championship winner. Handle the truth is one and run second in the Kosciuszko. Edit, he keeps showing up in all these races. Far too easy. Art Cadeau, he's won a country championship in a, in a Kosciuszko. Uh, Commando, Hunt, Nemeth, Spiranak, Fender, Golden Point all have slots. And, and there's one to go. Yeah, and... Um it's a ripper. It's a great yeah, race. It's a ripper. Yeah, don't know what to think there. We'll have to wait for the final barrier draw, I'd say. Uh, let's have a look at the highway. 1,000 metre sprint here. And shall star the mare in the Arrowfield colours. Well, there's two city wins for her. She went out winning a midweek and she returns here. Uh, lovely time ride by Schiller. And she did it well with a good weight and a perfect um, first up run, I'd yeah. suggest. Terrific trial before her first up run. She yeah. tried really, really good. She looked terrific in the yard. And like you said, another great ride by Tyler Schiller. He's riding super Tyler at the moment. Yeah, Phil the night second up in two years was good and the run of the race was Celia, who surely's gonna win one of these highways shortly. And a midway Quinella to David Payne. Yeah, and he's not a bad horse this. He's, he's an import and he's, he's had a couple of preps in Australia now. Now he's ready to go on with it and charge through his classes. He, he did a very good job. He's on his way to better things than this. I think another hope pick goes for a break. Uh, much better run from Diamond Diesel there, but it's uh, essential. Sky will win a race shortly. Made good ground along the inside. All right, back to wrap things up with a uh, double for Bjorn Baker and also a package from Caulfield yesterday. Zambagini, a gap Meridius down the outside and behind those horses Berardino and Sir Bailey but it's all half cabin at 1400 metres is going to stride in this colt and as they reach the line it's half cabin winning it well four lengths Meridius, amenable boogie dancer takes the lead, 200 to go, kick clear, two lengths in front of a wall, 
Bonhomme Mumbai Jewel, she's lickety split and Sumatra late, but it's all Boogie Dancer careering away and Boogie Dancer won it easily. Three lengths Sumatra, she's lickety split. It's Uncle Bryn driving through at the 250 and Smoke and Romans, then Gold Trip, three quarters of a length off them. Smoke and Romans, Uncle Bryn at the 150, Gold Trip and Japata late the outside. It's in the middle, Smoke and Romans and Uncle Bryn. Smoke and Romans the stronger and wins it. Smoke and Romans from Uncle Bryn, Japata, 200 metres to go, it's Tuvalu just in front here's call sign Mav on the outside running on with I Am Superman and then Buffalo River, call sign Mav up to Tuvalu, I Am Superman chasing both of them, call sign Mav just in front and won it call sign Mav from I Am Superman and third was Tuvalu Now did uh, Peter Snowden tell you on radio yesterday Superman's going home? Yeah they're going to take him home and I think he was really confident, he had him ready to go, he would have Cried when he saw that rain come earlier in the day. He might have won that race. What about those conditions? Mm. Uh, lightning and thunder and hail during the Guineas Prelude. Yeah, it was nasty. Half cabin. Mm. Here's uh, the, the last two races to look at at Randwick yesterday. Kiss the Bride went back to back uh, for Bjorn Baker, the first of a winning double. Yeah, look, he's tough. He, he, he proved his last start win was no fluke. He's put two to win together now and he just he out-toughed him. Yeah. He went out hard. He got left. Well, he had to be left alone how hard he went out, and then he had a, he got a second wind here. Yeah, I, I thought he was beaten. I, I, I said the same to young Dylan Gibbons. I thought, thought he may have gone a bit firm in the run. It was sort of late 11s, 11 eights, and, um, but he just, just held him off. He just found another gear from the 100 onwards. Yeah, he was too good. She went a bit better grace at Harmony, turning on the charm once it dry, and Kibosh will get better when he gets over further. And here's a Quinella for the stable, Ida beating War Eternal. Yeah, she, um, she'd run right up to a good first up run, Ida, and uh, she just uh, staved him off. War Eternal just gets held up. He's come up really well. Uh, look, the boom on Arnold, has a, does the bubble burst? I won't say that yet until he gets back onto a dry track and maybe he was ridden a little yeah, close too far forward. Too I far think, forward, yeah. yeah. I think it was just so too far forward. So we won't hold him, to, you know, we won't hold him to the sword on that. We'll just assess him next time. Yeah. And then to the last, a Quinella here for Godolphin. Uh, Brigantine had surgery on an incomplete fracture of the near four Paston. He also had problems with both front cannon bones. Gelded, back after almost a year off, and wins. I thought it was a brutal win. I, I really did. He just, he monstered down the middle there. Being first up for such a long break in making that run, I thought he was going to get a little tired, but... And the way James spoke about him after the race, mm. I think he could well be a, you know, he's, he's sort of like that Waterford. They could go into that Silver Eagle, just sneak a spot yep. in this Golden Eagle. I yep. thought that the, the runner-up, Luxburg Lux runner, I thought it was amazing. She was, but she's up and running and she's fit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, barrier Trials tomorrow here on Sky Thoroughbred Central, the official two-year-old Barrier Trials. There are ten... We've got six Colts and um, four fillies. Yeah, that's always interesting, and we'll be there, and uh, it'll be on the channel, I think, 8.30 uh, kick-off on, on, on the channel tomorrow. Yeah, 8.30 with the first of the trials, and they parade. It's like a race day for them. They saddle up yeah. in the race day stalls. They parade in the theatre of the horse, and they treat it like a, a proper race day for the babies. Yep. All right? Yep, all good. Okay. Did you have a good day yesterday? Had a great day. Did you? Yeah, loved it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun, weren't you? <laughs> you were having a lot of fun, weren't you? Well, I was just, I was at the races. Yeah. Of course I was having fun. Of course you were. All right, here it is. Um, roll tape. We'll see you next week. And Corey Brown. Yeah, not bad, mate. I got back. I found a little bit of trouble, but once I got to the outside, I really charged home late. Back there next time. Right? Lunatic. <laughs>